0: Welcome to Muppets Dropping Mits. I'm Hogthrob.
1: I'm Strange Pork. We're just a couple of Muppets who don't know anything. Drinking drinks.
0: and Talking sharks hockey.
1: So Hogthrob, what you drinking?
0: I have a whiskey on the rocks, but it's not rocks. It's just whiskey on the orb.
1: Ah. You know, those, yeah. Good old ice orb.
0: Whiskey on the orb, please. What are you drinking, Strange Pork?
1: I'm drinking a Wildcraft cider which is called Witch's Brew. Wow. hmm It's feeling spooky.
0: Yeah, it's apparently, like, Halloween-y or something. Um,
1: I don't know, it just says it's a botanical-infused <clears throat> cider. Um, it kind of...
0: Botanical just means plant, right?
1: Yeah, sure. It tastes like a hopped cider. Like, it's mm. got a very earthy... Uh, yeah, I had a
0: sip. I was not a fan. It tasted like like... Carrot fetuses. It was
1: Whoa. horrible. Whoa. That's <laughs> men- how we're starting this?
0: Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mind it the more I drink it, but it was very... I was expecting a more cidery flavor. Yeah,
0: and instead you got dirt.
1: Yeah, but...
0: But it is a witch's brew. So, will this like... It, oh, is this like a potion? Like, this is supposed to make you, like, more voluptuous or, like, what do you...
1: Yeah, there's a little poem on the side.
0: Make you, uh... I think it's supposed
1: to make me happy. More
0: confident or something. They like give you wealth.
1: Um, it has the squeezed out secretions of priestess cocoons.
0: Oh, oh no! That's basically where I was going with the carrot fetuses, but it's...
1: vessels start crackling, cackles of laughter, <laughs> distractions appear, silhouettes when it clears, over moons when consumed lifts the gloom with a cheers. That's the end of the poem.
0: Do you think vegans eat baby carrots, or are they like no? I won't eat the young. <laughs> <laughs> How do guys feel about baby corn?
1: Um, there are some people who are really weirded out by baby corn.
0: Weirded out?
1: Yeah, like, they won't eat it because they're just like, it's not real corn, it's not natural. Like, don't give me baby corn.
0: Not natural? Wait, how is baby corn made? I have no idea. I thought it was, I mean... Welcome I don't to kn- our
1: hockey podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: hog <hugged>, thrum. <laughs> What's new with <laughs> hockey world... <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man um there there was an interview with um interim head coach Bob bugner um on the athletic by kevin kerris and i read it and basically um he said that it was difficult for him to try and put something together for the team when these injuries kept happening mm. and he wants to stay a part of the uh sharks organization and you know wants to stay on but i mean so much is so uh stupid way to phrase that but like there's so much going on that's affecting the entire league that is up in the air there are so many questions around that that he hasn't really delved into talks with dw on right on on an extension or or becoming the the main squeeze
1: Even places that are planning for an end game are still a little bit on a day to day basis. Like, nobody knows kind of how long um, stay at home mandates are going to last. Yeah. Nobody knows how long games are going to be canceled for. Like,
0: yeah, sure, I mean, we've got the initial orders, but we don't know. I mean, it, it feels yeah. really weird.
1: So, when everybody's kind of like, I don't know if I'll keep my job, it's not the time to be like, So, I'd like to keep my job.
0: Yeah yeah and that's that's sort of the big question with coaching i think the sharks what's what's fun it's like off season starts now because there's no more season for the sharks we're going to go into like a weird play right, they're round. not going to the
1: playoffs yeah so.
0: and then it's going to be over so we get to we get to kind of delve into all the off season shit early mm. um, so i i really think that Bugner is a solidly good coach. But he wasn't Wookiee Whisperer, OG, like... Right, is, burns You and thought desert, he really was is, getting I, I there, was right? really banking on that. I I really like the improvement I've seen in the team. In Especially in the
1: last few games, though. Bugner's been around for longer than that, so I don't yeah. really know yeah. what caused that. But.
0: but we didn't see a major shift when everyone was healthy. Mm-hmm. And... Um, in the absence of other options, I think the Sharks should probably do the hard thing and go get a, they should go get, um, Peter Laviolette or some other, like, big name brand coach. Laviolette was, um, fired from the, uh, Predators. Um, you know, and, and having another, uh cat-based coach is really what they need.
1: Totally. Uh, (laughs) Because cats and sharks go hand in hand. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, like, sharks are basically fish, and then cats Mm
1: -hmm.
0: always kill fish.
1: So why is there a shark's pup, then?
0: (laughs) To chase Bugner away. (laughs) Finn will slowly chase Bugner out of the arena. Also, there was that, that black cat... From the Stanley Cup run way back when, in 2016. I don't uh, that the Marlows adopted.
1: Ah. Okay.
0: Maybe it'll help curse the Penguins. Maybe. Wow.
1: But we don't want them cursed. I thought we were rooting them on for Marlowe.
0: Yeah. But I'm...
1: Contradicting yourself from yeah. previous episodes. While I don't think Bugner's been a bad coach by any means, I think that he's done some good work with the team, and I definitely have seen improvements in gameplay um especially in the latter part of the season which you know maybe just i mean he he needed needed a time yeah he He needed some time to get that together and i've seen some improvement but i overall agree with you i i don't if they decided to re-sign bugner i think i'd be like "Eh, okay
0: right and and i think that would be the main deciding factor and that's what i think they should do but the real question is what what are they really going to do what is what is the organization going to do because they have Roy Somner as an assistant coach and he was the coach of the Barracuda for mm-hmm. and, you know the Worcester Sharks and he's been their coach forever and bringing him up to the big club was all about we're developing these young players it hasn't been going right right we're bringing in the same coach you know for some consistency and stuff and then you also have Mike Ricci and they you know, I mean he's like also worked as but they kind haven't of a brought up coach.
1: more I, other than Gregor, um, they haven't brought up a they, ton of younger talent, right? Like it's I mean, kind of stayed more or less the same.
0: I can't remember his name. There's that Russian kid, um and I'm mixing him up with like fictional players in my NHL twenty game. <laughs> but like <laughs>
1: This is what happens when you play video games in quarantine.
0: Oh, shut up, mom. <laughs> I know the difference between reality and
1: uh huh.
0: Not reality.
1: When's Brent Burns gonna retire? Uh,
0: twenty thirty one. Oh man. <laughs> um,
1: I just I know I've noticed Gregor out there. If they have brought up a couple other players, I haven't noticed him being on for too long. Assume
0: Yeah, he's been an on again, off again. Yeah. Um, Gregor's probably been the most noticeable when he's kind of on his game. Mhm. Uh, he was really good in that Chicago game. I really like Gregory, I like his speed, but um players with just speed didn't do well in the DeBoer system. Mm-hmm. Um that was kind of Bodker's game. Yeah. And that didn't work out. Hansen was also that kind of player and
1: I just guess all didn't I'm getting at Hogdrop is that I while they brought some coaches up and try and help with some of the younger guys. I don't feel like they've necessarily utilized that this season. So what do they do? Since they fired DeBoer. I feel like that was part of the reasoning, but I haven't noticed a big surge in that because they were already so far behind. But that's
0: because the young guys suck. Right. Like they're not ready. Nason has been a solid like gem, but he was, he wasn't, he's not part of their system. They picked him up off waivers or something. Mm -hmm. Like he was, he was not a, a, shark's prospect. The Sharks' prospects are not good enough, and they suck at the Barracuda level, too. Like, right. Barracuda are terrible. So, it's not... Um, it's not looking good for this year. Who the fuck knows what it's going to look like next year, but why would you have any reason for hope? And this is where I think, you know, we can delve into the stats of it a bit more, but before going into that, which which could be quite tedious and boring... Um, what are they going to do about the coaching? Are they going to send... Let's say they don't rehire Bugner, sort of like you suggested. And they go get LaViolette or Gerard Gallant, which would be hilarious. Uh-huh. It would be so funny if they got Gallant. Um, and then he wants, like, Gallant wants to bring in his own coaching staff. Do right. they just like demote Somner back down? Do they fire him? Like that that seems that seems extreme. You can't fire Mike Ricci.
1: Yeah. I don't I don't I don't have the answer to that. I guess I'd feel like they would want to hire in a coach that wants to work with the young players as well. Um like that in the interview process they might mm. ask a question along the lines of, like, how do you feel about training in young talent? Yeah. We're like,
0: how do you like the boys? You like them young? Oh
1: no! Is that
0: how they do that? Ah. Is that how employers ask those <laughs> That's questions?
1: That's how you get fired. Do you
0: like watching them develop? This is how they weed out the bad coaches.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> they they have those coaches make a list of all the coaches that they don't think work hard, and then read that list to every coach, including Mike Babcock.
1: <laughs> so yeah. I feel like...
0: I feel um, like Hogthrob should not be running the Sharks organization? After no. That? Yeah, okay. No. All right. Fine.
1: Hogthrob's throbbing too much. I don't know. <laughs> like... Uh, no, but that is a good question. Because, yeah, they could just demote Somner back to his position.
0: Does and, that indicate a commitment they bring, to his They this had to bring somebody staff. in,
1: then, to fill his position in the AHL, right?
0: Yeah. And I probably should have looked that up. But... Who um. Knows? Was... But if
1: everybody's interim,
0: mm-hmm.
1: then theoretically interim AHL coach can step aside to let Somner back into his position. I mean,
0: there's turnover in coaching in yeah. in the NHL. Or maybe
1: like... part of their but criteria does... is you will have to work with Ricci uh, if you're going to take this job or whatever. Yeah,
0: I mean, I just wonder if that's kind of a indicator of commitment to a certain level through this because they've got Ricci they've got um Nabokov working with the
1: um
0: yeah working with the goalies as the goalie coach and he I mean the Sharks gave up a lot to get him back uh they gave up future considerations to trade him back to the Sharks (laughs) from the Islanders when he retired
1: so here's the deal hog drop I feel like they should get another coach But I would not be at all surprised if they just signed everybody on in the position that they're currently in and was like, this is our new coaching staff. Yeah. I think that's full on, probably the most likely thing that we're going to see.
0: I'd feel okay about it, but I'd still have real questions. I'm not
1: excited about about it.
0: Yeah. And that's, But
1: it's kind of working, which is on par for Sharks, like, stuff.
0: Uh Uh-huh. So that makes sense in the world where this was a fluke year. Yeah. This was a fluke season where everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. And no one was counting on any of this. Also, you know, blame the coronavirus for ruining everything. I mean, like, you can, you can come up with a million excuses mm-hmm. for why this year is exceptionally bad. Um, we all watched and saw how it was before any craziness and before any injuries, so there's, those questions are still very potent, I think.
1: I'm sure Eric Carlson's wife is happy to have him home to help take care of the baby. Uh Uh-huh. You know. Yeah. Um, newborns, man, that's a whole other, he's probably like, damn, now I have to change diapers.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: Um, but... I mean, hopefully players are resting, recuperating, healing, you know, maybe.
0: Okay, okay, yeah. Working out. So maybe all the time spent with his newborn Mm
1: -hmm.
0: will make him more accepting of the other new guys on the team. I see where you're
1: getting here. And so he's like, you know what? a stupid baby. It doesn't know anything. Yeah.
0: I've got to change your diaper and not be weird about it. Because then you'll feel bad inside. Yeah. You know, it'll help him further. Oh, further.
1: Oh, <laughs> um <laughs> I mean I saw that Logan Couture is doing like a unofficial book club kind of thing. Nice. Um he was like, This is the book I'm reading and if you wanna read it too, like I'll post my little like review of it and we That's can cool. chat about it. Except I'll have to look it up again, but I'm pretty sure the book he's reading is like number 18 in a series. Oh, what a dick! And so it's like, okay, I was like, I was kind of like, oh, I wonder what book he's reading. Like, I've got a ton on my list, but like, maybe no. whatever. I was like, I'm gonna be so lost if I jump in at like number 18 yeah. of whatever. It's pr- you know, usually once I have that it's like many, or like
0: universe or whatever. <laughs> well,
1: yeah, I guess there are a lot of sci-fi's that have that. But I was thinking, my mom and I used to listen to books on tape when we would go on road trips. And we would listen to um romance novels. No, they were like mysteries. It was like a cop
0: series. Oh where like yeah. each book's a
1: different case. Yeah. And those have a ton of books in them. Yeah. It was like a John Gresham or something. Okay. Um and so Anyway, it's probably, like, book 18 of some crime series, so, like, maybe they'll stand alone as a one-off, but the characters grow from, like, their experiences, and that all goes into the books you're reading. Yeah. It just seems like kind of a random book to start, like, a book club with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a dick move, but <laughs> it's pretty funny. I mean, it's... I mean, I get doing that, like, this is a book, I'm, I'm reading a book in the Expanse series, you know, and... Yeah. That's, that's what I'm reading right now, but, um...
1: Yeah, but you wouldn't start your book club with that book. Like, I wouldn't Number start... five of the Expanse series. I wouldn't
0: start a book club. That's <laughs> <true>. <laughs> also... Yeah.
1: Anyway, Logan Couture, if you're listening to Muppets Dropping Mitts...
0: Yeah, start a new book, bro.
1: Yeah, maybe like book one of something that we can follow along with.
0: Yeah. Something... Something without a bunch of sequels like the bible no No, (laughs) that would be the worst book club book can you imagine like everyone would get all opinionated especially
1: like during a medical crisis and you're like this is too relevant what's happening is it the end of the world no
0: yeah (laughs) um man
1: yeah but other than reading books and starting book clubs uh maybe there's a lot of like I mean, it's probably just a lot of petting dogs, but maybe they're, like, working out and working on their technique and studying videos of how shit they were this year. I don't know.
0: I mean, maybe, but it might just be, like, let's just take a break. Because I I think players watch a shitload of video and do all that stuff all the time. That's what the coaching staff is doing. What do you think
1: a work-at-home day is for a hockey player? Like, Buchner's like, hey, y'all. Yeah. This is your work at home assignment for today. Go hour by hour. Give me the schedule.
0: Uh, okay. So you wake up. You sleep. You're sleeping in. So you, you wake up at like six a.m.
1: Oh uh-huh, yeah.
0: And you <laughs> immediately grab your spouse by her like ankles and uh, maybe like collarbones. Or not call it this. I don't know how you. I don't. Grab I don't know where those, this is going. By neck, and you just bench press her. Like okay. Ten times. Okay. And then just throw her to the side. She can go back to sleep. She never woke up. And then you, uh, you gotta be put your face mask on, and then you. I don't know why you were into.
1: Medical or hockey. Uh, bra. Okay. And great.
0: then you jump on your balance ball and you start juggling toilet paper.
1: Mmm. Okay. <laughs>
0: Then it's time for stick handling drills. So you're stick handling the toilet paper, but you like, you unpeel, you un, like, <gasps> latch that first. No. Yeah. No. So you get to see the trail of your stick What handling. a waste. Yeah.
1: It's a valuable
0: resource. Yeah. And then you throw all that shit away. No. Because you're a millionaire. <gasps> you're a millionaire. You've got so much toilet paper. Greedy
1: motherfucker.
0: Burning that paper. Spinning that paper. So
1: Bugner's telling them to throw away all this toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great.
0: So that's that takes a lot of time. That's like, you know, it's like 10 a.m. now. Yeah. Because I'm running out of ideas. And then uh, for Noonie McLunch time, um, you have like a ham sandwich, ham and cheese sandwich.
1: Okay.
0: Um, t- it's part of the...
1: Lunch of champions.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: Put some pickles on there, good too. Good
0: row, good flow diet. It, uh, that was really stupid. And then... Is uh, roe, like, a term
1: for, like, fish eggs? Really? Yeah.
0: Like, roe? Yeah. Like, uh, would you like some caviar? Like, I don't eat bro. I'll
1: look it up. Continue. Bro
0: is a term for fish eggs. Um, so, you have your ham and cheese... And then you
1: kind of want a sandwich now.
0: You're welcome. <laughs> um, and then you take a nap because that's what you do when you're a hockey player. Hmm. And uh, and then you rollerblade around your house indoors, and um, maybe play a game of like indoor hockey. Um, except you. Are required to play super physical like you you just have to like finish every check you don't even get a stick you just get you know just your hands and you have to like smash everyone into the walls
1: Wait, wait wait are you maintaining a six foot distance no so so that can't be part of the quarantine home workout
0: you're supposed to have a six feet this Six. is
1: from people who you don't live with, so you can. So bench, what, I you mean, can bench but these are people
0: they live with. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's with the fam.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Just
1: like your kids, ram them into the walls.
0: Yeah, show them. What, show them what the life is like. Uh huh. This is how the world is, kid. Um. Yeah. Uh, what else? I
1: was right about the row,
0: by the way. It's spelled like how how spelled r-o-e okay it's a so roe v wade was all about history fisheries yeah and hatcheries
1: yeah well it's kind of funny because the roe is a fully ripened internal egg mass or over in the ovaries
0: Fully ripened internal egg mass. That is not a sentence I enjoy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> ripened egg mass is just not a fun or they thing. Or the
1: released external egg masses of fish and certain marine animals, such as shrimp, scallops, urchins, and squid. But that's why, like, when you go to sushi restaurants and stuff, it'll say it has roe on top, and that's the, the like, pinky orange fish eggs.
0: Oh, okay.
1: The more you know.
0: I'm just... Still proud of myself for that row v. Wade joke because you like Wade. Wade in the, the water. water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Just still. Well,
1: and then proud there's the other kind of row, like with the W, where you can like row right, versus right, right. wading. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's also related to eggs. Yeah. And ovaries. Yeah. Wow. Oh
0: my god! Oh my god! They're a conspiracy. How did I here. not? Oh. Yeah. That's crazy. Mind blown. <laughs> wow.
1: Alright, so, um...
0: I don't know what It doesn't what they... sound
1: like Boogner's being that tough on these guys. He's kind of just like... not yeah, being that
0: tough. <laughs> it's like all workouts in hockey. Where's the fun? No fun. No fun. No, just I mean, drills. like,
1: it would be like, yeah, like, I, did, wake I didn't really up,
0: wrap up the day. I don't know what... Wake
1: up, fucking eat ten raw eggs, then, uh, bench press your wife or husband, or... Eat ten raw or... eggs. Yes. Um, and then, like, intense workout. Like, the bench presses aren't enough. It's like, uh, get outside, run five miles to keep your, uh, stamina up. Uh-huh. Uh, come back. You have, obviously, every hockey player has, like, a, a pull-up bar. Yeah. So
0: it's
1: like... Oh, yeah. Do 50 pull-ups.
0: I mean, like, Burns probably... Can do all that shit on his massive ranch in Texas.
1: And then, like uh, some videos I've seen about people being upset the gyms are closed, you put a little bit of cooking oil on the floor and make your own treadmill.
0: Yeah, the poor man's gym, uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, then you get to cuddle your puppy and eat your ham sandwich. Okay. Then you watch videos of your failure... So you learn mm. from it.
0: Oh, that's how you wind down. That's the evening. Okay. Yeah.
1: And to make up for it, you play NHL 20.
0: And so then that... you see your overall rating and yeah. you're like rated a 64 and you're like, God damn it.
1: Yeah. And then you practice in the video game.
0: Yes. Until...
1: You play,
0: you play a be a pro as yourself. As
1: yourself. Yeah. Oh, man. And then...
0: Create a player that is yeah. you.
1: So that's that's five days a week. And then they get the weekends to themselves from Book Club.
0: Nice. I don't know. Yeah. Sure.
1: <laughs> They're probably yeah, just hanging out and being resting that sum.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even get to play NHL 20. No. What? What sort of. I mean. That would that would be the question I'd want to know, is, like, what Sharks players play what video games? Like, Thornton would probably play, like, Pac-Man, or, like, Pong, no. he's so old. And then, like, Couture strikes me as, like, a Grand Theft Auto type of dude. Hmm. And then, like, Hurdle would play Kirby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, who plays Fortnite? Kane. Really?
0: Just to be hateable. (laughs) (laughs) And he probably really likes the, like, massive Battleground thing. Mm. I I, I just, I don't know. He's probably, like, real good.
1: Burns probably doesn't even play the two games, or if he does, he's really good at Mario Kart.
0: No, Burns plays Duck Hunt.
1: fucking love Duck Hunt. It's It's, one of the greatest games ever created.
0: It's it's a great word.
1: One of the greatest games ever created. Fight me.
0: What's it called? Duck Hunt. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Should I say it faster? Duck Hunt? Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Um
1: Yeah. Especially, I just, I have such nostalgia for the noise the gun makes.
0: Mm.
1: Like, when I hear that noise, there's like an internal response.
0: Yeah, it really gets your row going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I... <sighs> Who on the Sharks do you think is, like, a quality gamer? Like, who played Witcher 3? Who's the best candidate for that, do you think? Hmm. You know what? It's horrible. But, like... Timo Meyer. No, he's too, like, Euro.
1: You don't know him. But he... Also, The Witcher's fucking Polish.
0: Oh, I see what he did there. Yeah. He, um, but he, like, listens to ABBA unironically.
1: Precisely.
0: Yeah, he wouldn't, like.
1: It's a fantasy game.
0: No. <laughs> not that it's not a fantasy game, but I, I vote no for Timo Meyer. Thanks. I mean, maybe.
1: Who are you gonna say?
0: I was gonna say Barkley Goodrow. Mm.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
0: It's just like set or or probably
1: still playing Skyrim, <laughs> honestly.
0: Or, or Arendelle, Arendelle probably actually plays like the new Doom, <laughs> because like he listens to Swedish death metal and like he's yeah he's a funny dude and he has style and he's like really into the scarecrow stuff. Like I bet mm-hmm. he's into like metally. Do- like if he plays, he might play
1: too. Double Maker. Because, like, that's anime, though. Yeah, but it's got metal music for the fight music, and it's got, like, weird demon-y monsters. It's internet. so hard
0: to predict who would who would like, like, anime. Like, JRPGs, you know? Like, that's yeah. tough. That's really tough. Um,
1: so, last episode, we talked <clears throat> about potentials for... The rest of the season. Yeah. Um. There's been talk about getting the world and things up and running by Easter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. If that's the case, if somehow miraculously this all passes and we sacrifice our the Easter our Bunny for is going
0: economy, to cure coronavirus. Then that's what it um.
1: Does. um if that's when things can kind of go back to status quo, how do you see the season panning out? End of April? Or beginning of May? Let's say beginning of May things are starting up.
0: I think they've got to do like some sort of play-in game thing for the bubble teams. And then they come up with the playoff format. But it shouldn't be the normal playoff format because it's not going to be a normal...
1: So you're still kind of in the same...
0: about like other cup other cup i think you go other cup this year it's a weird year
1: because losing two months of play
0: yeah there's no other season where that's uh, that i know of that that's happened and then like the season's resumed again like not since what like the spanish flu like that is kind of unprecedented So you should do a different playoffs in a different format because if you just have play-in or whatever and then regular playoffs and then the Stanley Cup, it's not the normal Stanley Cup because we had this weird bout in the middle where everyone got rest. Mm -hmm. For better or for worse, you know, um, that's an unfair advantage or a weird...
1: So here's kind of another question. I know people are like starved for sports or other entertainment or whatever. Yeah. Um, kind of. I mean, we live in an age of Netflix. We have Netflix so much entertainment. And, yeah, and like... no, like we're we're good, but you know, sports not being on is a thing that people are really like... Yeah. ...kind of mourning to an extent. Um, so, do you feel like once they lift these bans, people are gonna all of a sudden go out in droves to watch games? Or are they going to be kind of, yeah. like, still scared to go outside and or um, too poor to afford it? I mean, people who have season well, tickets are already, true. like, established. But, yeah, but I mean, uh, as far as, like, attendance a goes, like, just because somebody says, it's okay to go outside now because the economy needs to get back in order doesn't mean it's actually that much safer to be outside. But, like, I feel like people are going to be so tired of being in their homes that they might just, like, push outside exponentially or everyone's going to be so financially starved that things are going to take a while to get back to normal.
0: I think, uh, that's a good question. Strange pork. I think the want and the demand is there for sure. I I mean, like I, if I thought of like a first sharks game, like I'm I'm fucking watching that shit. Like Mm -hmm. even though it doesn't matter, like I'm, I'm watching hockey again. Yeah. Um, when it comes back on, I'm into it. Um, you know, like I think people will want to go to games and will want to do that, because you'll want to return to normalcy. Um, maybe not in mass, maybe not a hundred percent like attendance, but like that'll be there. I think the unfortunate reality is, uh, yeah, if, if this goes on for too long, everyone's going to be broke. Everyone mm-hmm. is going to be completely strapped or wrapped like up a bunch of Like people who already have
1: or, like season yeah. tickets will be okay or whatever. They'll probably. I think so
0: because you paid that up front. I don't know. I've never so. bought season tickets. I don't really know how that works. My
1: understanding is yeah you have the same seats reserved all season for every game.
0: Yeah and you can like sell those for games you can't make it to mm-hmm. or whatever. Like it's a whole. It's like a timeshare. Yeah it's like a timeshare for yeah for your butt.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: To have the luxury of going into a place to pay for other stuff.
1: Does this time share have a bidet?
0: Hmm. It better.
1: Yeah, in this be... economy.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> This toilet paper economy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think like in all of the history books or anything, it's going to be like the great toilet paper crisis of 2020. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not going to be anything about COVID-19, it's just going to be and then the Americans bought all the toilet paper. <laughs> like, that's all anybody's gonna remember.
0: Yeah. It's true.
1: But. But. Bidets.
0: I, I think the, the big question is. all
1: the stadium seats. <laughs> so you
0: We should. I mean, there should be a, a cultural discussion about. About. Bidets. Because, mm-hmm. uh. Yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily need to get Let's into this. Let's put a little you
1: know? plug for days here.
0: Yeah, but like I always say, you know how when you get something really gross on your arm or your hand how you just wipe it away with paper until it's gone? No! You wash it off with water. Mm-hmm. What are we doing? Yep. What the fuck are we doing? What have we been doing? Yep. What?
1: Isn't, this doesn't make sense. We're one of the few cultures that doesn't do that. Like Europeans are all into that. Asians are into that. I th- I'm saying it like it's a kink, but like, <laughs> 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 it could be, I don't know.
0: I mean, anything, um, anything. I didn't notice that, any like,
1: UK bathrooms that had bidets, but. No,
0: no. And it's just kind of an east-west thing. But like yeah. any Asian, like if China does it, then everyone else is the minority. <laughs> like that's just how the population right, thing yeah, works. yeah, So but, you could make that argument for it. Like, no,
1: I guess we didn't really see bidets in China, but. Not really. Japan has them. Yes. Thailand has them. Yes. Um, Yeah,
0: China is just gross. China has troughs and sadness. It's just horrible.
1: I mean, let's not go there. There are
0: troughs, and there are those little, like, uh, what are those called? Those, like, floor toilet things. Yeah, it's
1: like an in-ground toilet. It's porcelain. But they have, like, the porcelain sides, and then you squat.
0: And there's no toilet paper. And there's no hose. So... Moving on. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that the real questions are, like, off-season questions, which happen now. Doug Wilson went out. He got a first-round pick. It's going to be a low pick. Maybe. We don't even know what the draft's going to look like anymore. Like, things are really fucky right now. mm mm-hmm. um, Does Doug Wilson keep his job?
1: So, I think... It's so hard to say in a season where everything's so different. With these two months off, it's kind of like,
0: you could argue... He gets to hide behind the...
1: Well, I don't know that he's hiding behind it so much as... I feel like everybody's going to be in a really forgiving mindset after this. And also just like... I mean, once again, we're talking about like millionaires and stuff. But I'm just like on a local level. There's like a lot of like... Fear, but a lot of support and a lot of other stuff and it's kind of like let's just reset after all of this right like it's kind of uh sharks
0: certainly want that for this year sure, anyway yeah. yeah
1: but i just mean like if we're gonna go with like oh well whoever got the stanley cup wouldn't have officially gotten the stanley cup because there was a break in between it's kind of the same in terms of like well doug wilson like there's two months where you like things could have been Happening with the Sharks that weren't because everything was on pause. And, I mean, like you said, there's still some trades. You went out and got a first or whatever, but. Mm-hmm. Um, or whatever.
0: You also got Brandon whatever. Davidson.
1: But, um. Brandon Davidson
0: is not whatever. He totally is.
1: I just feel like decisions aren't going to be made with the same mindset that they would be normally.
0: Yeah, I I, I think you bring up valid valid Point Strange Pork in that I don't know that any GM will get fired after this mm-hmm. or any coaching staff yeah it's kind of like, like it's, in order it's to be tough. nice to everybody
1: it's like hey this was a rough year y'all keep your jobs this like, might be a
0: pass this might be a get out of jail free card
1: it might be i mean that said a lot of people are losing their jobs um yeah so um
0: but yeah but like that's like a short-term layoff thing that's not, yeah like, i mean that's not a long-term they're not like you were terminated from this
1: decision making for a franchise kind of you know yeah that,
0: sports is weird it's so i feel weird. like
1: uh yeah I, th- I feel like they're gonna be forgiving and it's kind of a pass. not something that he'll hide behind per se but something that affects those in charge
0: so so did doug wilson spread the mandate mm. in marine county or whatever like was that all his doing so he was like ha ha hockey will be shut down I will get off scot-free! Ha ha!
1: Yeah, it's like, uh, I gotta find somebody to be the fall guy, Yeah, it's not gonna be me!
0: <laughs> Cops want heads to roll.
1: <laughs> it's COVID-19. Everything was COVID-19's fault.
0: Yeah. Um... He's planting evidence. Yeah. Well. Wow.
1: You know, like you do. In hockey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh yeah i i think even if the season resumed as normal i i don't think doug wilson's going anywhere
1: no
0: i think his ability to get a first back and uh,
1: he's good at making deals
0: yeah oh god what's
1: make a deal
0: the art of the deal by doug wilson (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but... Uh,
1: Doug Wilson for president. Uh, meh. He's,
0: he's fine. <laughs> he would be an upgrade.
1: Um, Wolf- Doug,
0: Doug Wilson can, can do deals. I'll, I'll say that much. Yeah. Um, but, like, that's a really funny comparable. I've never drawn that conclusion before. But, like, everyone always gives Doug Wilson shit for, like, his tan... And his tan lines, like, his, like, spray tan. And he's really good at doing deals. Well. Um.
1: Hawk drops going down.
0: (laughs) Down a rabbit
1: trail of death. Yeah. I don't know why you die because of that, but. I deserve it. Decision made. I'll
0: sacrifice you to the hockey gods. So Doug Wilson gets to live, but I have to. Okay, cool, great. This is cool. New rules I made uh, up. I think he would keep his job even if, um, even if the playoffs and everything resumed as normal. Like um, the only things that would be real salt in the wound question marks would be if Vegas won the Cup and Ottawa got the first overall pick. Yeah. You know that would be like really horrible luck. And it would raise some of those questions again, like, oof, ouch. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think they're sticking with Doug Wilson. And then the question is, does Doug Wilson stick with Bugner? And I think it behooves the team to go get, get one of these, quote-unquote, better, like, higher name value coaches. Mm-hmm. Um... Because you can't really change the players that much. Yeah. And then, what do you do with all these young guys? Like, the Sharks' strength is clearly defense. They have Radim Shimmick. If he stays, you know, able to skate, he's great. Mm -hmm. They've got Burns. They've got Carlson. They've got... They've
1: still got the best
0: power kill in the... Power kill! I always say that. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Well, there's penalty power... kill. No, no, it's power chomp and power <laughs> kill. And They've their power, the kill power kill in the is league. most goodish.
1: Yeah. Even the last game I watched recently, they were like, recently. still number one in the power killing.
0: <laughs> That's what they said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, their, their... It's a direct quote. Their penalty kill is pretty excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I don't know why... I mean, usually the penalty kill is done with like the third and fourth line forwards. Uh huh. Um, You know, not solely. But the Sharks also put Kane on the penalty kill, which is kind of funny because he draws, or not draws, but he takes a lot of penalties too. But he doesn't when he's playing on the penalty kill, he, he usually gets a breakaway or something, you know, like, he's a... That's how they keep
1: him in be. line. They're like, you kill the penalty, don't take the penalty. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, some of them are bullshit, and Subconscious. some are yeah, he's a, he's a marked man, like, refs are, he slashed a ref. Like, he, you know, um, he's on their radar for, like, anything he does wrong, and so it's funny that you'd put him out when you're at five on four, because it would seem like the guy would probably get you a five on three pretty quickly. Um, but I don't think that's happened very often. So, no, that's, I don't think so that's kind of interesting that he can totally keep it in line for two minutes at a time. Or, you know, he's not playing full two minutes, but, you know, for, for those shifts. And he's a good part of that. Isn't I mean, Kane's a good
1: player, he's a he's good a great asset player. to the team. And yeah. he... You he's know, fucking awesome. Um, he's still playing really well and has some really good breakaways and good chances on net. It's just, yeah, when there is when they're losing and he gets angry about it, he tends to draw penalties and it's not always Earth
0: take them Yeah,
1: it's not always a good.
0: He he draws he draws power kills. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I think that. They've lost that depth. I don't know if the young guys are really going to be capable of filling in the back end. And and I don't know what to do with the young players. Like, Chemilevsky, Chekhovich, Suomela, these are all supposed to be, like, supposed to be NHL-worthy mm-hmm. prospects. And the only one who's been at all noticeable has been, like, Gregor. But he's not really scoring. stormello
1: has been noticeable, I think.
0: He's existed. I, I don't think he's been that great. Nason has been solid, but he yeah. doesn't count because he came from another org. So like what do we do with the sharks? The the shark pups. The fucking I what happens with them is really up in the air. And I I really think um I don't have a good grasp on how they're gonna develop. But which shark's pups do you have hope for? Mm-hmm. Which shark's pups give you Hype Throb? Um,
1: man. Well, I mean, Gregor, obviously we've talked about him a lot. Yeah. Um, I still want Bergman to be good, but I don't think he is as good as I want him to be.
0: Yeah, um, I feel the same way about Bergman. There's True, there's, mm-hmm. um,
1: He's done things. Sh-S-S-Durkin,
0: there's Durkin, there's Halilox, there's, who's that guy at the beginning of the season? Your Tyken? Mm-hmm. There's, oh, yeah. The best one, clearly, who's actually stuck this whole time, what I was going on with earlier, is the Sharks' defense is, like, great. They've got Mario Ferraro. Yeah, he's like, been great. He's so good. Um, and and they've got uh, Shimmick, and they've got Pickles, and they've got Carlson, and they've got Burns, and then, you know, whoever whoever the hell else can play with on the third pair with Ferraro. It doesn't, it doesn't even matter. Like, it's fine. Um, they've got uh, uh, Brandon Davidson. Yeah, yeah, sure. Best player ever. Yeah. So they're they're stacked.
1: Future considerations. But they they yeah, are really you?
0: loaded on the blue line. It's the it's the front end where the where the questions are. Yeah.
1: And I don't know if they really have anybody. I mean, once again, I like Bergman's. Oh, no, it's Bergman. <laughs> I like Gregor's speed. I like his hustle on the ice.
0: Yeah. Like Eddie Olczyk said, I mean, when he's physical, he's
1: i think he's the best prospect they have and so in a way i've kind of stopped looking at the others because it's like gregor's on the ice nason's been good true a couple times yeah noticed him um but yeah that's kind of i've kind of stopped looking too closely at the others because Mm -hmm. they haven't been up they haven't been playing and so i don't like go watch barracuda games necessarily
0: no one does Um,
1: (laughs) So, yeah, that's kind of my my hot take is kind of lame, just because it's like, well, I pay attention to the ones that are currently playing on the Sharks,
0: but... Well, I mean, that's just kind of the... I I don't know. That's not lame. That's pretty pretty standard. I mean, because the problem was that the organization got way too hyped on their own young talent to come in and fill in, and they just weren't that good. And... You know when you do that, when you buy into the hype, you don't look at them objectively, yeah, but development is not linear if it's true. all of these players are at like like n h l twenty like sixty overall, they might jump twenty fucking points next year. We don't know,
1: right, we don't know, and so that depends on whoever's coaching them in the n h l right like
0: one of them might have a fucking tapeworm up his ass. Who knows? That happened to a young guy. Like, it really sucked. He was a good prospect, and he had, he shit out, like, a 30-foot long, thirty long, ah. long like, tapeworm. It was horrible. And this then
1: episode's he... about butts. Apparently, yeah. About butts? <laughs> oh, man, this is a
0: very, like rectal-themed...
1: Like, lately we've been sexual. Today we've just got (sighs) TP on the brain. Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm really sorry.
1: Quarantine does weird things to you.
0: (laughs) I need to buy toilet paper.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We're installing a bidet. (laughs) Um, The
0: bidet has dawned. (laughs) That was a good one. I
1: hate you. Mm. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, I take your point that... um,
0: some It's not a video could.
1: game, so it's not like yes. players going to continue on this curve at this Upward rate. trajectory. This? Yeah. They might bounce down, um, they might go
0: up. It, and, it's, it's not like human beings are squishy, emotional. And, and a weird. lot
1: of that depends on if you have a good coach that can bring the best out of you. Yeah. You know, if you're... Tanya Harding, and you need your mom to just yell at you all the time.
0: Mm, And you need a a fur coat made of rabbits. Yeah. Your daddy shot. Then... Oh, God. I love that movie.
1: You know, like... (laughs) Um, certain players do thrive under certain, um environmental circumstances yeah. and not every coach is going to fit every player and so like we said we didn't do our research and look up who's now coaching the barracuda yeah um since they brought up Sonner but well, they
0: one of their um assistant coaches is the uh guy who he was a long-time barracuda player and he had a stroke oh really and um yeah he he became uh, a coach like it was it was just this freak thing and he um he was actually able to get to the hospital in time. But um, I think it was Murphy, is his
1: last name? Was uh, it during a game?
0: No, no, no. Oh, okay. But it was like, it was just a freak thing. Brody Brazil interviewed him, and it was a good little talk. I mean, yeah, he basically just described, like, he was conscious throughout his stroke, but he knew stuff was weird. Mm. And he somehow, he Ubered to the ER. and like, Strokes and are to trippy. Call, yeah, he called his... Uh, his wife, his girlfriend, and then he um, called someone on the team and was like, I can't come in, and his words were all fucky, and then they were, like, referring him to their, like, team doctor, and they were like, get to the hospital. Yeah. And he, he managed to, to do it, and then there there's, like, some... I'm really butchering this, but there's some, like, isotope thing. Like, it's almost you know, like, like we've
1: been drinking.
0: We have to get we have to get this thing in his brain now, and we've only got 30 seconds. And there's, like, a countdown clock on his brain, and he's like, they, you know, they, like, cut the wire at, like, one. Like, it was, like, they only had two hours to get this potato into his head or whatever the fuck it is, uh-huh. and it, it can only work within four hours of, like, the event.
1: Sounds and, like a really intense episode of House.
0: Yeah, yeah he's got lupus (laughs) (laughs) and um and yeah so it was like a really uh tight-knit thing there was like a a short time period where they could have actually done this thing to clear the clot and it uh he was just in that window by like an hour so he's
1: still coaching
0: well he he was a player now he's a coach (laughs) so they kept him on
1: okay um,
0: which is kind of cool because the sharks organization is neat they do good things yeah.
1: Um I like them for that.
0: Yeah. We have decided to do a new segment.
1: New segment.
0: Called Shark Shots.
1: Shark Shots.
0: Why are we doing Shark Shots, Strange Pork?
1: Um well because we got these really cool shark shot glasses. Nice. Um and so our Shark Shots are going to maybe not be every episode, but just anytime we feel like there's somebody we need to give a special acknowledgement to, we'll yeah. take a shot in their honor. Uh-huh. Tonight, do you want to tell them who our shark shot is for
0: our shark shot tonight is for sj sharky
1: who completed the 10 push-up challenge so on we'll instagram take
0: 10 shark shots for N- sj no, sharky no, I, I don't for think the we 10 shark
1: shot challenge no no no, no.
0: <laughs> see you again never we're going to die
1: oh god